Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Arizona almost beats USC, gives the Trojans a lot to think about right there. The Trojan horse almost fell over due to a very tough Arizona Wildcat. How did this all happen, and what does it mean for the quarterback situation going forward? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. We've got the post game. Uh, we got our post game reaction coming in here. First and foremost, let's talk a little bit about Arizona USC and what this game exactly means. Um, it's hard to be upset by a lot of what we saw right there. First and foremost, Noah Fafita, um, in my opinion, has to be the quarterback going forward. And not only does he need to be the quarterback going forward, he needs to be the quarterback for every single uh, every single snap the rest of the season, in my opinion. Um, he displayed a grasp of the offense that nobody else on this team has necessarily shown, i.e. JDL. And that's pretty impressive stuff coming from a, a freshman quarterback right there that was in his second career start. You got to give him a ton of kudos, and the stat line pretty much uh, bears that one out in that he threw for over 300 yards, five touchdowns, one pick, and you can tell that he and his receivers are on the exact same page, which is definitely something that, um, which is definitely something that the other receivers are not on with uh, Jaden Delora. And uh, talking with some members of the media up in the press box, the one thing about this team is that with uh, JD or with Noah Fafita back there, Noah Fafita is able to make plays that just the simple plays that Jaden Delora does not make. Um, whether that's just an easy first down, whether that is the uh, whether that's an easy first down, whether that's somebody or you know uh, streaking across the middle, making the easy pass, Jane Delora ju- does all of that right there. And not only does he do all of that, um, he is uh, he has a command of this entire offense that Arizona just has not really had. Um, Probably literally in a couple years. Now, again, Jane Delora did some really, really good things last year as the Arizona Wildcats starter, but there were some significant issues in play as well that I think that Arizona fans certainly saw. Noah Fafita has not been perfect, um, but he also has been he also has been the dude who has been able to just kind of rally the troops. You watched it when Arizona was down eight. Um, and not only when they, Arizona was down eight, he was able to break, take the team right down the field. And when he got the two point conversion in the corner of the end zone, he just looked like he knew what he was doing out there. And again, he was able to do it again and again in overtime. He obviously missed the Jacob Cowing pass. That was obviously a problem. That was something that you can't have happen. But other than that, he was really, really good for the Wildcats. And that's where I think that the uh, Arizona fans have to be pleasantly uh, optimistic about the future of this uh, of this position right here. Now, the, what we're going to address here in a few minutes is who is going to be the starting quarterback going forward, because I think that is a little bit of a uh, 
I think that is a little bit of a frustration right there. Who is going to be that quarterback? Because right now, um, Jed Fish does seem to say that JDL is going, or certainly strongly indicates that JDL is going to be the starter. If that happens, I think you're going to start losing some fans right there because it's glaringly obvious who the better quarterback is. Uh, uh, JDL and watching JDL, watching um, Noah Fafita, it's um, it's pretty obvious, and uh, I don't really know what else to say there. And you can just tell by the rapport the receivers have uh, with him that it is um, – it's, like I said, it's fairly obvious, but that also shouldn't take away, though, from the fact that uh, this talent overhaul on this team has been incredibly impressive. Now, again, we talked about it all last year. Looking at those receivers right there, Jacob Cowing, Tedaroa McMillan, these dudes are big time players. T-Mac is probably the best non-draft eligible uh, wide receiver in the entire country. When it's his time to be called, he's going to be called. And not only is he going to be a first-round pick, he could be a mid-to-high first-round pick as well. Um, I think that uh, I think with uh, the defense, the defense has been remarkably good. Um, not only has the defense been remarkably good, and we're going to talk all throughout the week about this, at the positions that really matter, I think it's fair to say that um, – uh, I think it's fair to say, I'm just going to be honest with you right here, that this squad is uh, this squad is kind of next level when it comes to that. And uh, we had some people tweet out USC fans that said that USC is not or the USC is not going to face a better uh, duo of receivers this year. And that includes Washington with Jalen McMillan um, and uh, Roma Dunze. Um, like I said, that's kind of where it's at with these uh, with this uh, offense right here. And then Jonah Coleman is an absolute monster. Jonah Coleman has a little bit of mini beast mode in him. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, the way that he has uh, the way that he can um, just run people over and not only run people over, um, you know, essentially keep the keep the ball turning, keep the clock moving, and. That's something that we haven't seen a lot of times with the Arizona running backs. They've been the dudes that have kind of gone down, you know, with a whimper or haven't been able to keep uh, the ch- uh, turn- churning the chains. Arizona has not had any of that issue at all with Jonah Coleman. Love Michael Wiley out there, but Michael Wiley again is a guy that can kind of go down, or you know, can, doesn't go da- or can go down a little bit easier than Jonah Coleman, and I think that's something that Arizona fans uh, certainly have seen. Not saying that that is the uh, that Michael Wiley isn't good because he's very good, but now one thing that they do need to find out they got to find that third receiver. Um, now that third receiver right there is a player who. Um, Dorian Singer, you obviously miss Dorian Singer. Not only do you miss Dorian Singer because he was able to high point the ball, he was able to make plays out of the or he was able to make plays in the passing game. Arizona doesn't have anybody like that right now outside of the two. Montana Lamonius Craig, not that dude. Um, you know, I think coming in, a lot of people were hopeful that he would be. He's not. You need Kevin Green in there, in my opinion, to be that other, uh, uh, to be that, uh, try to be that third receiver. Kevin Green or Malachi Riley or AJ Jones, whoever the case may be, one of those dudes has to be that guy. And I think if that happens, then you're in pretty good shape. But that is probably the one drawback at the skill position players outside of uh, the quarterback that probably needs to be addressed to a certain degree. Now, Um, We're going to take a quick little break right here, 
and we're going to come back with us and we're going to talk about what the defense needs to do going forward. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. All right. What does the defense need to be able to do here? First, we got to give a ton of credit to the defense right here. Deuce Davis, our guy, Deuce Davis right there has been able to get after, was able to get after the quarterback a sack and a half, uh, two uh, tackles for loss. This young man is a great kid, comes from a great family, was ec- ecstatic to see what Deuce was able to do out there. Not only was I ecstatic to see what um, the uh, – um, let's uh, – was ecstatic to see there what uh, uh, Deuce Davis um, is uh, – was able to do. Now, um, Arizona's pass rushers, when it comes to uh, – Arizona's pass rushers, when it comes to uh, – um, uh, when it comes to this, are all uh, you got three pretty good ones now. We know what Taylor Upshaw has been able to do. Not only have we been able to see what Taylor Upshaw has been able to do, we've also seen Isaiah Ward as well. Um, and now you got Deuce Davis in the mix as well. You got, uh, and then on the inside, you got Big Bill Norton, Ty Ty Uyagalele. There's a lot of really good football players in there that I think that we can all uh, uh, we can all acknowledge. And that's all a kudos to Jed Fish right there. Um, not only is it a kudos to Jed Fish, it is a. Uh, not only is it a kudos to Jed Fish, it's also kudos to just what he's been able to do as far as bringing in talent. Then you look at the linebackers right there. Justin Flo um, has been, uh, like I said, Justin Flo has been absolutely fantastic. He's been um, out, but the problem though with Flo is that he can also do some questionable things on the field. You saw that against USC, keeping drives alive. Um, that's been an issue. Jacob Manu, like we talked about, on that defensive side of the ball, very, very good. Probably the leader of this linebacking core. You got to love what he can do out there as well. Um, and then in the secondary, the secondary played well. Now, listen, there were some rough moments right there. You know, Takario Davis got caught with a bunch of – or caught, caught quite a number of times with some uh, – PIs that you don't really want to have happen um, where he just wasn't even turned around looking at the ball. That can't really happen. Uh, Ephesians price sock, not bad trading Stukes, um, you know, uh, a, a bad penalty in the game, but overall been pretty solid this year for Arizona. So well, those are the, those are the kind of plays right there that I think you're more than okay with. If you're Arizona though, just being that this is a squad that I think, you kind of know at this stage what you're going to get uh, defensively. We played two good offenses now in Washington and USC, and you performed admirably. I mean, Caleb uh, Caleb Williams is the best player in college football, and Caleb Williams had a hard time all night with this Arizona offense or, or Arizona defense. If I was uh, the U of A, probably going for two there to win the game. Not only am I going for two, the reason I'm going for two is that I don't want to give Caleb Williams more and more opportunities to be able to beat me because sooner or later, he's probably going to beat me and he did just that. Um, but overall though, the talent overhaul on this squad by Jed Fish has been amazing. And that is a huge testament to what he's been able to do. Now we're going to talk about it a lot tomorrow. To me, you got to figure out the quarterback situation because this needs to be Noah Fafita's team. The team, the team, uh, the team uh, relies or uh, the team clearly uh, wants him there. The team clearly, 
I think, um, you know, you just tell by his performance that Noah Fafita played very, very well. And the height issue isn't really a factor. Um, I know everybody gets worried about, you know, passes being batted down at the line of scrimmage and all that. And that's all fair. I get all that. But still, that is not something that I think that we should be overly concerned about. And a big reason we shouldn't be overly concerned about is because I don't think it matters much. Um, I think that that's generally a solution in search of a problem with the, uh, the quarterback height at the college level. Now, again, it's not ideal. You would like to have somebody that be six foot, six one, six two, whatever the case may be. But at six one, six two, he is—he's uh, more than good. In, or uh, he would be at Alabama, and he would be off to the NFL in here. So we will definitely take him. Fafita was fantastic, though, in that game, and you can just tell by the stats. Um, you got to find out who that third wide receiver is. Now you got to, whoever that third wide receiver is, you got to be able to, because Montana Lamonius Craig, this with all due respect, ain't that dude. Um, he, uh, you know, now some guys that Dion ran off actually turned out to be good. We will gladly take Taylor Upshaw, but Montana Lamonius Craig has just been kind of another dude out there. Um, I don't. I think at this stage you got to start looking at Kevin Green, Malachi Riley, players like that to be able to make a little bit of an impact. And if you can find players like that to make a little bit of an impact, then I think you're in pretty good shape right there. But overall, um, again, I know Arizona fans are getting tired of moral victories. I totally get all of that. But overall, you got to be pretty excited about what we're seeing out here. And a big part of that, though, is that. Uh, the talent overhaul has just been astounding. You went toe-to-toe with SC, one of the more talented teams in the country. And again, I get that they have a terrible defense and they're probably going to get smoked against some really good teams. But overall, this is a uh, this is a team in Arizona that could absolutely hang with anybody. And not only can they hang with anybody, they can beat anybody. And they almost did that. Now, going forward... We're going to find out what the deal is with the Washington State game, who that starting quarterback is going to be. Um, again, I think the Jets got to be careful here because I think if he uh, puts out Noah Fafita or if he puts out Jane Delora um, and uh, he plays terrible, you're going to have some people wondering what exactly is going on there. All right. Now, we wanted to get the postgame reaction in here. Um, we are to back. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We're going to break down everything on Arizona's offense in detail right there. Noah Fafita, what they need to do with him going forward, what makes him so unique, because there's a lot about him that's unique that uh, I think that we need to definitely talk about right there. But on that note, I'm your host, Mike Luke. Thanks for listening to the postgame wrap up. You have been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast.